What's up, everybody? Your boy LS. This is the corner of the circle where I'm just doing dope interviews with some dope people that I really like, that I want to know about, that I want you guys to know about, and I just chop it up with them. Um, we have Kelly Branton, all the way from Windsor, Ontario, Canada. He's a 120 plus multi, multi Canadian national record holder, as well as an IPF medalist, three years at running. Um, the guy's awesome. Squats over 1,000 pounds, benches over 600 pounds, pulls over 700 pounds. Like, he literally just, he's one of the strongest men that walk the earth. He's definitely one of the strongest men in Canada, if not the strongest man in Canada. Um, so, this is pretty exciting for me to be able to interview this guy. So, I mean, there's nothing else that can be said about this guy other than he's just an absolute amazing fellow. And he has a, a cool tub, and he eats uh, cool food, and he always stays faded up. The beard always stays trimmed up. And more than anything, man, he's a super warm fella, and he's just nice to talk to and nice to be around. So, with no further ado, I give you Kelly Brandon. Got the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Kelly Branton, all the way from Canada, Windsor, right? Correct. So, uh, listen, man, you are one of many that I'm going to be uh, doing these interviews and stuff with, man, uh, some of my favorite people. So I wanted to make sure that I reached out to you. Um, you were graciously uh, kind enough to uh, let me just ask you a bunch of questions and you know, people want to know about you other than just, you know, this massive, this massive guy that just lifts a lot of weights and everything, you know what I mean? And so you're uh, definitely one of my favorite lifters. I tend to, uh, gra you know, gra gravitate toward the big dudes. Um, yeah. You guys move a lot of weight. You guys are the nice ones. Um, so, yeah, man, I'm just going to just rattle off a bunch of stuff, man. Um, what's up? Man, thanks for having me, man. It's a pleasure. Yeah, this is, I don't know. You might, you might not feel that way in a little bit, but, you know, it is what it is. So, it's uh, like, it's gonna be like Howard Stern shit. Oh, dude, I'm gonna be a dick. I'm telling you, you that right now. No, I was just joking. No, I, um, I just like I said, like, my, my biggest thing, dude, I just like had, I have a, like a few questions, but I mean, I just, for me, like, I see you, what, wait, maybe three times a year, maybe. And, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, people, like, I don't know, like myself, I always wonder, like, oh, what's that dude about? You know, and there's only so much you can get from social media. And then, you can dig a little bit, but then that just makes you borderline psycho. So I'm like, man, why don't you just ask the guy? Like, it's a lot easier to just ask him. And, I mean, right. you're a, you know, I don't know. You're, you're just definitely, you've been one of my faves, man, since I watched you in um, freaking uh, uh, Finland. So. And I'm a, I'm a big LS fan. Dude, I do nothing. I do nothing. But I lift I lift a little weight and, and get. Julius Mutual, champ. I appreciate that. appreciate that. Your time's coming for sure. Um. Dude, so I mean, tell me, tell me about, tell me about you, like you know where you come from, what you're about, family, all that. Well, I'm born and raised in Windsor. Um, my whole life, I started off like uh, playing football, and um, like first, like how I found out about like powerlifting was um, I played for a fratman after I was done high school, right. and I was playing on playing two years of fratman, which is like junior CFL, right. and then. Um, 
you know, try to go to the CFL, play football. If that was in the cards or not, you know, I just I wanted to play two years AKL and then go to University of Windsor and then, you know, try to do whatever I can. Right. Just prolong being a real human for as long as I can possibly do that, right? right. But after I was done playing uh, AKL, I, uh, I I didn't have any money and I just I could, it wasn't in the cards to go to university, so I just started working. Right. And uh, that's how I kind of stumbled upon powerlifting because I was just I was uh, I can't just do a nine to five and go home. Uh, I'd rather just jump off a bridge. So right. I started lifting weights and it was kind of a, a pastime. And then um, I met with some guys that were I actually met with some uh, bl- a blind powerlifter who was uh, lift like he's a five time world champion. Hmm. I started lifting with him and working for Canadian Blind Sports, and that's how I started with powerlifting way back in uh, 2008. Oh man! So you didn't always you weren't always a, a big dude. Like, I mean, you always been a big dude, but you weren't like a you weren't like a one twenty plus. No, I wasn't. I wasn't a super fat my whole life. When I was uh, when I was in high school, I was big, but I was I was always kind of like lean. Yeah, I wasn't like I didn't ever get like now, but um, I uh, I started working out. Actually, I was kind of a I was kind of like a. a I was kind of a little uh, badass till about grade nine. Yeah. I met a guy that kind of changed my life a little bit. He was uh, a football coach named Gerald Halati. And uh, he played in the CFL, and he was this big mountain man. And, like, you know, uh, I was walking through the hallway one day, and he looked at me, and he was like, hey, what do you do? And I'd never met him before, and I was like, nothing. And he's like, you play football. And I was like, yeah, I like playing football. And, uh he just started talking, you know, shooting the shit a little bit, and then the next week I seen him. He's like, "Hey, do you want to like, do you want to do, uh, you want to work out on Monday?" And I was like, "Where do you want to work out?" And I mean, I worked out from like, I, I remember using my brother's ID to get in the gym when I was in, like grade six because you had both your parents and you didn't. So I was working out ever since then, but like, not like correctly. You know? Right, like, you were just going in there, kind of just doing whatever. And trying to like do whatever I can to yeah. like beat up, but I didn't know what I was doing. So I was like, okay, sounds good. So I met him on Monday. He told me to meet him at six thirty, uh, and I thought he meant PM, right? Because like nobody in the yeah. world wakes up at six thirty AM. That's no. just that's ridiculous. So um, no, he's like AM and I was like, I already said I would and I was like, oh man. So I just went in there and this guy showed me like he showed me what a workout was about, you know, and uh, I was within halfway through the workout, I was throwing up outside and he was laughing at me and just, it was just like, I couldn't walk the next day, you know, that whole thing, right? And he didn't think I'd come back, but I came back the next Monday. And then after that, I worked out with him for like, we worked out for four years every day in the morning before school. And like, that was what like build the foundation to like, whatever you want to do now with sports or strength sports. Now you can do it. That's crazy. That's a but it, it was, it was a turning, but I didn't know why that existed. I, I knew I was strong, but he, he opened, you know, he unleashed the genetics to like, you know, to make me like a, a like really, really strong guy. And then like, so, and then you got to work your way into like, when, when was your, like your actual first meet? Like when, when were you like, like I, I I'm, I'm stronger than the most. Like I'm going to, I'm going to do a meet. Well, I had those moments like in high school. Like I bet I think I did um, I did a two twenty five for like thirty two in high school. Jesus! And I, I benched four hundred five my last day of high school. And um, I would just uh, I would do front squats. I never did back squats really. I did front squats, 
And I remember doing leg press. I mean, leg presses, you know, everybody, you know. Yeah, that people frown at You know, back in the day, my coach would make my knees touch my face. Jeez. And I remember, like, loading the leg press, and they had to get extensions for it, and the mold shop would make extensions. And then there'd be kids hanging on it when I was working out and stuff. And I always knew I was strong because I would just, like, any, like, uh, testing for like strength sports, I was always like above and beyond, like pretty crazy. Oh, so you oh, you knew early that you were stronger than like than most, like you were stronger than average. You just, you just knew. Yeah, yeah. I would like I would always go to the gym and find out somebody stronger than me, like you know the older guys, and like I would always work out downstairs when all the kids worked out upstairs. Right. There was always you know the bigger older guys, like the university football players, and I was like in grade ten, and I was trying to like. You know, I try to do what they do, right? Yeah. Like, they bench 315, I try to bench, you know, 365 that day. Like, I I was that little punk, right? So, yeah. I was always, like, I was always really strong with whatever I did, but I didn't know how, how far I could push it. Right. But, um, yeah, that was, that was pretty much it, yeah. That's crazy. So, like, and then, like, when, like, I mean, because, like, I mean, if, if people go, like, to your IG and they look at your Instagram and everything, they'll see, like, you know, if, you know, you do like a throwback, like when you, you know you were you were smaller or whatever. Like, when was that turning point where you're like, "Yo, I'm I I." Do you want to get bigger so you can move more weight, or is this something that kind of gradually happened? Well, what happened was, is like I didn't like. I mean, I just joined in 2008. I, I think I did my first competition in the summer of 2008, and like my one of my backyard meets in Windsor. Yeah, and uh, like I was strong, but I wasn't, you know. I actually lost my first Ontario's um, I ever did, oh, wow. which is like a state championship. Right. And uh, <clears throat> it was, uh, you know, I didn't know how to cut weight. The guy that was kind of teaching me, like, you know, to cut weight was just like, you know, start with yourself. And then as soon as you weigh in, eat M&M's and pop and shit. And, like, there, yeah. was no, there was no structure to yeah. it. It was nonsense. And, like, my training then wasn't the best. And right. then after I lost in Ontario, I came home and I just was like, I found my bodybuilder buddies. I was like, yo, make me a diet. I started emailing people. I started talking to guys like, right. you know, what do I do? How do I get better? And, you know, powerlifting, everybody's pretty open to try right. to help you out. And I kind of just formed my own little workouts. 2009, 2010, I won my first national championship as a junior in 2009 in Moostra. And, uh, like, I was strong, but I wasn't, like, a lights-out lifter. Like, I wasn't, like, lifter of the meat or nothing. Just yeah. I won my category. Yeah. In 2010, I started moving some good, pretty good weight. That was equipped back then. Yeah. Like, there was no raw. So, like, I, I was I was just not good in equipment. I just never could get it to right. work. And I don't know. I was always, you know, like, you know, why don't we all just take this off and just let's go. But I mean, I don't, there's nothing against equipment. It just wasn't my thing, right? Yeah, like, same, there's so many same. aspects to it. Like, it's just, I respect it. I just, it just wasn't something that I was good at. Right. I didn't really want to do it, right? Right, right, right. I know exactly what you're talking about. 2010, two weeks before nationals, I was working at a club, and uh, my buddy, he, he shoved me, like, just on a two-step, and I ended up uh, rupturing two discs in my back uh, two weeks out from Quebec. And, Jeez. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was like the worst injury I ever had. I still went to uh, Quebec and won. And then after that, I was uh, I was on the IR for almost two years with uh, 
doctors and like recovering and it was uh you know it was it was one of, i look back now and i you know you see you see people say the gift of injury and you know things like that yeah. i think that injury was the best thing that ever happened to me because you know i cleaned my life up a lot i stopped partying i stopped doing stupid shit yeah. i just really like found powerlifting as like my saving like this is what i need to do right. to not screw around anymore i just want i just want to lift weights i want to be the strongest guy i am and i slowly slowly got back from you know not lifting uh like a heavy weight for almost a year and a half just doing Damn. like stretching and like backups and like just nonsense and then uh, i did my first meet in 2013 i squatted 750 oh, um I benched like four, I think four four eighty or almost five hundred, and I pulled like I still pulled the same shit. I got like sixty. <laughs> but uh, when, I knew, when I knew I was strong and like something was was uh, you know when I when I knew something good was gonna happen was I uh, I squatted I was the first Canadian to squat eight hundred pounds, and uh, I did it in my own backyard. I did it at an equipped. Ontario's, but I went raw. You went raw at equip meet and went eight hundred. It was actually, I think, I think it was like the equipped record too. Like it was mm. the, so uh, it was, it was like it was on a fourth attempt too. Oh, because it's a record, they let you do it for a fourth or whatever. No, because uh, the guy kind of took it on my third, and I oh. thought I like, so he gave me a fourth attempt. So. After I squatted that 800 pounds and my back didn't hurt, and I let, that was when I was like, "Okay, this is what I'm gonna do, man. Like, this is this is my thing. This is like, I'm gonna take this as far as I can." Dude. So that that was it for me after that, and that was pretty much around the same decision when I was like, I think I was like 275 pounds or something like that, and uh, it was either you know go down to 264, two, 280 maybe, yeah, you know, 264 or you know, like, in, I mean, before I even knew this, I, I, I knew about Ray Williams and I knew about Blaine and yeah. all these guys. And, like, I was just like, you know what, man? And I, back then, that was like a mountain, right? Like, these guys were already totaling crazy numbers. And I yeah. was like, that's fine, man. Like, I, that's what I want to do. I want to I want to be the biggest, strongest version of myself I can. So I just started eating. Yeah. I mean, that's what, I mean. Literally, like, yeah, you know, I mean, to live big, you got to eat big. I'm, I figured that out a little bit later in my powerlifting career, but I right. mean, yeah, man, that, and it's crazy because, like, you anybody that that's like watched your numbers, dude, they just keep climbing and climbing and climbing. You know what yeah. I mean? And I don't know, like, it's it's it's. I think I mean, I had heard of you prior to Finland, but I really like I didn't know a lot about you. You know what I mean? And so with yeah. you know with and with me, like, I'm I'm. I try to be a student of this, man. I mean, and of course, you know Ray, and you know Blaine. Everybody knows Ray and Blaine. And then I think, you know, people knew about Jezza because he was just kind of turning on the heat right around that time. Um, yeah. But then, like, you know, that that meet, that meet in, in, in um, I don't even know the name of the actual place, but that meet. Finland? Yeah, in, 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 yeah, in Salo, yeah. In, in Finland. That meet was the meet that, like, people, I think, like, myself were like, oh, shit, who's this dude? Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, that was the meet, like, that, like, the light turned on, like, wait yeah. a minute. Because everybody thought it was just going to be Ray and Blaine, and maybe you'll see Jesse, you know what I mean? He, he'll he work his way up, but then, like, out of nowhere, here you come, like, boom. And the thing is, you didn't, it wasn't like you necessarily came out of nowhere, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if people look at your body of work after, you know, after that meet, I went back and I, because 
I remember we were sitting by your parents, or we were sitting by yeah, we were sitting by your your family, and I just remember like like dude, I didn't figure out about this dude, and like so you can go back, you know, everyone has like a little history, and you can see like your body work in terms of like just how your numbers have increased, and like you know they didn't like super shoot up or anything like that. They literally just been gradual, like you know what I mean, like steady, and then you know get to freaking you know uh, to Finland. It was like wait a minute, dude, there's 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 like there's some actual competition out there. Like these dudes aren't, you know what I'm saying? Like it's not just gonna be the Ray and Blaine show, which was yeah. like was was just pretty dope. And then I think like you know being next to your family, everything, man. It's like like just seeing like how you know how stuff they were. Like dude, and I remember like I was sitting next to Mike, and I was like, dude, this guy's a real deal, bro. He's a real deal. We kept saying like he's a real deal. And then like so by the time we got done with with squat and like we were moving on the bench, I'm like. Oh snap! Look, his bench is better than this. Oh, this is about to be so. This, you know what I mean? And so yeah. we get to deadlifts. I'm like, yo, like this can literally be anybody's meet. Like, I mean, it's not just gonna be the same, you know, two or three people every time. Like, you know, that for me as a fan, that was so far. That is the best, the best 120 plus competition I've ever seen. You know that what I mean? Yeah, and you know what I mean? And that was the one where like, yo, this this Kelly dude's a real fucking deal, but like I don't need to, you know, learn about this cat. And yeah. then after that, dude, I was like just I was a straight fanboy after that. Like, yo, this guy's fire. We need to find out more about him, you know, and and then from there, like, because um, I don't really know what your training was or whatever, you know. Um, I don't I don't really know what your programming was or any any of that stuff, but I, you know, I think around I wanna say about a it seems like it was about like six months i i want to say like nine months to like a year later like it was just like this big influx of world-class athletes that all went rts and i was like and i remember i only i was talking to him like dude this is this is this could be the game changer i just kept saying dude this could be the game changer because like dude i mean all the pieces that that could have been missing dude like i'm like dude if anybody's gonna find it it's gonna be my t it's gonna be you know what i mean it's gonna be those guys and like I feel like, you know, the beast that was within, like, they just woke it up. Because, like, you always had a solid bench. But, dude, your bench was just, like, it's not like it came out of nowhere. It's always been pretty solid. Yeah. But, like, I honestly, I was like, dude, this guy will this guy'll be the first guy that we ever see in our lifetime, you know what I mean, that will probably be able to bench, you know, 600 and squat 1,000. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, like, freaking fast forward it to the Arnold. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> that's that was crazy. You know, to... Like, I don't know, man, like, kind of like, you know, take us through that. Like, you I mean, just the whole from just from 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 solo to 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 present day, man, like the, just take us through the journey, because I want to talk about that thousand pound squat. I want to talk exactly. about that. Like, you know, I don't really talk about it that much. I make a few posts because I know kids deal with injuries. But yeah. when I broke my back, it was like, you know. Like, I, I never felt like that before. Like, right. I, I felt like, uh, uh, like, you just, like, I don't want to say I want to kill myself, but I was just, I was not happy. I was, not in a good place. I was not in a good place. I was I was just depressed. I, I didn't think I'd ever, you know, you talk to medical doctors and they're all telling you, like, you're, you're never going to lift yeah. again. Your back's fucked. You're, you're never going to do this. You're just going to do this and this. And I was just like... Man, you hear it so many times, you start to believe it. Yeah. And I was just like, you know, slowly just like getting back, getting back, getting back. And then, you know, after 
so long and I, I remember getting in the gym and I was like I wouldn't even go to the powerlifting gym because I didn't even want to be around it I didn't yeah. want to like I didn't look at the numbers I didn't look at anything and um I remember like the first time I got back and I squatted like 315 for like five and I was just like all right man I'm just gonna build on this shit just keep yeah. building shit and I literally just chipped away so slow and so steady and like to the point where like I remember seeing Brad Gillingham win the first Raw Worlds yeah. and seeing a clip somewhere and I didn't want to see it but like I was such a fan of Brad Gillingham yep. and I was just like holy shit and I, I swear to God I didn't know about Classic I didn't know it was coming out but I always wanted it right yeah and I didn't hear about it till I seen a clip of Brad Gillingham, and I was like, "Oh my God, there's Classic Worlds now!" And I seen Brad Gillingham win it, and I was just like, "Man, if I could ever get on the stage, like, you know." So right. fast forward all the bullshit, getting back ready, and uh, I remember it. It it was all surreal until um, I got done benches, and my coaches were like, "I I can't remember the exact." wording but i think i was like tied with blaine yeah. and i was down 10 kilos yep. away, something crazy like that and i was just like what and yeah like, and don't tell me just load my shit and let's, let's go. go let's and go i don't want to like, yeah let's go like like you're tied with blaine or like down two or whatever and they're like you're 10 i'm like i'm what and they yeah, told man. me i was like i just like I, at that time i was just like i was like i almost like i was just like i can't I was like so happy that yeah. I got back and I was like, right. this is what I wanted to do. I want to compete. Right. Cause after you break your back, you're just like, Oh man, like you just be lucky to lift again. And I was like, I want to compete. I want to lift with Ray. I want to lift with Wayne. I want to lift with these big guys. And I don't just want to be there. I want to compete. want to compete. So like after, when they said that after the benches, like I remember the tingles and goosebumps. I was just, like, I can't believe I'm here. I'm so excited. Yeah. And it was like, you know, I finished off the meet and I got bronze. I was pumped up, you know, like I couldn't ask for more. You know, obviously you look at me, you go, if I would have done this, this, this. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah. That's not how it works. No. So, you know, after that, it felt good. Everything was, you know, going good. And then, uh, what was it? After Finland, it was uh, Texas. Yeah, Texas. And um, I, I, I had the best training cycle of my life going into Texas. Yeah. And uh, I truly. You know, I felt like I was like, you know, gonna be like a contender that yeah. year. Everything, everything, my deadlift, everything was going real, real good. And then, uh, you know, I got I got chewed up by that squat there. So yeah, that just uh, that fucked my whole world up. So, and then you know, with, without fast forward anything else, you know, to Belarus, six weeks out, I'm I'm fucking great cycle. Yeah, I'm, walk, I'm walking in a squat, and one of like the guys that was spotting me took the side and it went like this and i just i whatever i did i, I my ribs were so jeez yeah i remember I, that so I, I couldn't pull it ribs is the worst because you can't pull and you can't squat nope but i didn't pull or squat for six weeks i remember I you telling me that I, I forgot about that just bench for like six weeks and like it was like bench with like you can't even use your legs so nope. i just got in the competition i squat like 925 and like i think thank you. I got 925. Cause I, I was just like, man, I just hope I can get an opener. Cause right. I didn't know. And everything in the back room hurt, everything squats hurt. They were killing me at the bottom. As soon as I hit the bottom, it would crunch my belt and my ribs. Yeah, dude. 
Yeah, I was, was man, bad. I was right there with you. That dude, Belarus was. <laughs> if you had any type of rib injury, because I had a slight rib injury, like it was. God, man, I was. I remember you telling me that, and I was just like, man, I'm gonna tell my people, I'm like, man, if his if his hurts anywhere near as bad as mine hurts, I can't even imagine. Like I just had it was for me, it was just slight, but it was to the point, dude. I couldn't even squat. But the, the first two squats I did, I couldn't even do my third. I was in so much pain. I had to completely exhale because I couldn't brace. I know. I couldn't yeah. brace. So, like, and people are like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. I challenge anyone out there to try to completely exhale, do a squat, and try to stand yeah. up. Because, like, you can't get a deep breath and brace against the belt because, like, it's everything just, dude, damn, I forgot about that. And yours is way worse than mine. Yeah, so like, once that was done, I got done that meet, and I was just like, come home, I'm like, I'm thinking about it, I'm going like, Texas, I didn't do shit, Belarus, I didn't do shit, and I was like, I'm doing the same shit I was doing in Finland, like, nothing's working now, and it's not like training wasn't going good, it was just some bullshit, right, yeah. like, the squat was nobody's fault, I went down too slow, and I just jiggled it at the bottom, Yeah. you know, like, those guys just, you know, you can't get pissed at a volunteer, nope. I just, I just whatever and then belarus the six weeks out and it was like i was even like i didn't even want to post about it because i'm so sick of complaining i don't want to complain because everybody goes through shit yeah everybody's hurt everyone i don't want to post about it i don't want to talk about it you know like i just want to lift weights get like, back in the lab and grind some more yeah and so it's just like and it was telling mike i was just like you know weights are moving in practice everything's going good and then it's just like in the world championship two years in a row i'm not delivering Right. So I'm like, you know, and that that's nobody's fault but mine. You're like, I, I got hurt. That's me, right? So, and then, uh, you know, leading up to, uh, like, Nationals and the Arnolds, again, like, you know, the best cycle ever. Like, my bench was like, and my, my squat was going great. And even my deadlift was going great. And then, like, two weeks out of Nationals, it sounds so stupid, man, but I fell down the stairs. <laughs> I kind of hurt my back, but I, I was, I took only one week off, but it wasn't like anything serious. And like, I was peaked real good for nationals. Right. Like I, I kind of like, I find it a little bit tough to navigate two comps in a row. Whew. But, uh, you know, I talked to those strongman guys, you know, some of the guys I talked to, they'll do four comps in a month. Right. So I'm just like, I got to get this done. So when I was at Nationals, um, on my third attempt, it was just, uh, the bar was, I just got whipped around on it. It was a new bar, so it was yeah. just a little whippy. And then uh, I benched 606, and I mean, like, are you calling for my butt? But it was just like, I didn't even feel it. Like, I, I was like, I was like, I was telling Mike, I was like, man, honestly, Mike, like, I'm not trying to overshoot, but I was like, I think I can bench like 630, 627 right now. Like, it's, it it's so feels like, good. Right. And I finished my meet and uh, I was just like, I had to do a warmer workout on Wednesday and then go to the Arnold. So, like, I literally flew home Monday, got home at nine, went to work for 12 hours, and then, like, did that two days in a row, found a little warmer workout, and then headed to the Arnold's, drove up. So, it was like, I was kind of like, I missed a couple meals here and there. I tried my best to keep it together. I went to the Arnold's, and um, I was telling everybody, I was just like, I don't care, man. Like, I don't care what happens. Like, obviously, I want a good total and all that shit, but, like, this thousand-pound month is getting off my back. Got to get it off your back, dude. So, like, I mean, that was, like, 10 years I've been telling people I'm going to do that. You know, know, 10 years of 
eight years of people looking at you awkward. In the last two, they'll shut up a little bit. Yeah. But, yeah, ten years. A long time of people telling me I'm nuts. Even when my back was broken, I remember telling kids, and they'd just be like, yeah, man, like, good luck and shit. So <laughs> I went to the Arnold's. I squatted. Like, I felt terrible in the back room. I felt terrible in my, like, everything was going fast, but I had a headache, and I was like, I opened that. That's the largest I've ever opened, 400 kilos, and I was like, I don't care. I was like, just load it. Let's go. If I can't squat that, I shouldn't be here. I should just go home. Right. So went out 880, went flu, uh, went to 940, I think 942, that flu. Now, honestly, I didn't even feel 940. Like, it, like it wasn't even there. It, it didn't look like it was there, dude. So when I when I loaded the 1,000, I can't even tell you, it was so pumped up. Like, I was just like, Bro, I <laughs> so pumped up, man. We were, man. I remember telling you. I'm like, man, this is the one, dude. I was, you know what I mean? Because I think I've, I've, I've talked to you about 1,000 a couple of times. And, you know, I know, like, I mean, like, I remember, like, you know, when 970 was, like, on the, on the target. You know what I'm saying? I think I talked to you a little bit about 970 once. And, you know, like, and then, like, that's how I'm, like, 1,000. I'm like, oh, shit, he's going to do 1,000. Like, and for for me, like, that's something in my lifetime I'll never be able to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, my, my goal is 800. I want to be able to hit 800 before I quit this powerlifting game. But to look back, you know what I mean, and, and watch your progress and everything and, and, like, to watch your training, like, yo, this dude is moving stupid weight right now. And to watch, you know, watch like Ray do it, and you know, he kind of, it almost like he did it and kind of like, all right, cool. It can be done by people. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, then Jezza, shit, seems like two days later, like, all right, cool, I got it. I was like, bro. Jezza, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then like, you know, I think Blaine had done it, you know, like, you know, he'd done a bunch of like mid, mid nines, you know, and. I was like, oh, well, you know, I know he he has five hundred equips, so I'm sure, you know, he's got a raw. And I thought, I think he, I think he may have done one that I saw. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, bro, dude, when Kelly gets it, it's a wrap. You know what I mean? Like, it's like for me as a fan, you know, what I'm saying a fan and a friend. I'm like, dude, like, not. It's not even one of those like, you know, he's got to do this. I'm like, yo, he needs this. Like, this is one of those things. Like, in terms of just progression, it's got to be done. And in terms of all the lifters, I, I mean, aside from from Jezza. Like, you hit this thousand, you know, you hit the thousand pounds, and this is just me just talking and like just being a fanboy. Like, this dude hits a thousand pounds, it completely changes the games in terms of total. You know what I mean? Because, you know, you know, your bench. I feel like, I feel like you'll be one of the 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 only. Aside, Jezza's bench has kind of gone up a lot, um, and but in terms of like big dudes. There's not a lot of big dudes that can hang with you, like, like to be completely honest. That yeah. being said, you know, there's a possibility, like, you know, what this changed the game in terms of total. You mean like, we know Ray's gonna put up a thousand and you know, you know, yeah. damn near eleven hundred. All right, cool, that's fine. But don't forget, you know what I'm saying? Like Kelly could easily at the point at this point, the way your bench is going and, and the way training's going and, and is you know, it's based off progression. Like, dude, you could easily damn near gap him by 80-something pounds, 90-something pounds. Like, and and it can literally be like, oh, that's that, that can happen. That can actually happen. And then, of course, but it, I feel like it takes a bencher to really notice, like, you know what, he can yeah. really do some damage with the bench. And then, of course, I just feel like just because based off a of carryover alone, you're going to get, you're going to get some juice out of the, you know, 
from bench carrying over to deadlift. You know what I mean? It's just a matter of just, you know, dialing in. And once you find that deadlift that works for you, then it's a wrap. So, like, for me watching that thousand, man, I literally, man, I was in fucking corner. I lost it, dude. I was losing it. So, on that thousand, man, it was like, I was walking up to it. I don't really remember. You know, you know, it's like, powers with me is like, remember getting in a fight in high school and like, when you were done, you wouldn't remember. You know, yeah, you black out. Yeah, black out. Yeah. So like, I watched the video later, but I remember, like, taking it out. And, like, it wasn't that, like, I could. It was just, like, my, my system. Like, I didn't do walkouts for, like, I couldn't do walkouts for about two and a half weeks. Right. It was just, like, my system wasn't ready to hold it. Like, if I if I was a monolift and it just got sat on my back, I'd get it. Yeah. But it was, like, I had to walk it out. And it was, like, my system was just kind of, like, Man, this is heavy today. You know, yeah. and nothing ever feels heavy because I do so many walkouts. But I was like, man, this, you know, it felt heavy on my back, no question about it. And then like I, I was like, kind of, it was kind of tipping it. it was like, yeah. I, I couldn't get a breath. Like I was just like, oh like, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. On my way down, the bar rolled a little bit, and I was like, on the way down, I knew I cut it. I didn't expect it. As soon as I came up, I knew I wasn't going to get it. I didn't care though. No. I just want to move the fucking weight. Yeah. I was like, I was just pumped. I got it. And I was like, fuck, man, you know what? Like, I know I cut it and shit. And I know, like, I didn't get it. But I was like, man, I moved a thousand pounds. It rolled on my back. I didn't get a breath. And I felt like shit. So, you know, you put me in a nice condition at Worlds, you know, where I'm primed up and I've done my walkouts and stuff. And I make that, man, that's a thousand twenty-five butter. Oh, yeah. Dude, I was just, I mean, the thing is, like, I don't, it's just like, I don't know what it's like to have a thousand pounds. Like, that just, the concave, it's just the fact, the concavity just on the, on the, the, on the rib cage and, you know, just on your spine and everything else, man, like, it's, that's just insanity, but the fact that you walked it out, the fact that, you know what I'm saying, you can literally see the bar oscillate. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's an Alico bar, a bull bar, in rogue, it doesn't matter what the bar is, dude, it's gonna, it's gonna shake and whip when you have over a thousand pounds on it. So, like... For this, me though, that like I like I, I like the Ohio Power Bar. Yeah, I do. I like it. Like it's uh, it's a good bar. I'm happy with that bar. If I could use that bar to ever meet, that's cool with me. Dude, I at this point I just want the bar to stay on my back, so I don't even care, dude. Like I uh, I just remember like seeing it. And I'm like, and it wasn't like it. It didn't even look like heavy. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, yeah. it, it looked heavy, but it didn't look like oh, dude, like he's gonna get stapled at the bottom. You know what I mean? It was like all right. Like, he stood up with it, you know what I'm saying, and you racked it. It wasn't like, all right, you guys help him get it on, you know what I mean? Like, so it sends a message like, hey, you know, I'm I'm right there with everybody else, you know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm a thousand pound squatter too. Like, it's it's just crazy to see, like, like you're, we, we were talking about it, um, me and the guys at the gym, we talk about everybody, but in terms of, like, the big guys, like, you... You know, like Ray has a really good squat. You know, what I'm saying like he's a he's a he's a real good squat. You know, I mean, if he's upright, it's gonna come up. Seems like you know, um, in terms of like your squat, I think because you know, what I mean, like you weren't always a huge dude. You know, what I'm saying like you know, you you kind of worked it well, but you, if anybody watches, like you literally have, uh, you know, you have a, uh, a a a a light heavyweight. You have like a, a light heavyweight squat. Just so you're just. We have this saying in Canada that I kind of started. 
It's like we call I call myself a fake one twenty plus. <laughs> no way I'm supposed to be fucking three hundred and eighty pounds. Like I'm not <laughs> fucking built for this shit. You know, like it's like Ray, you look at Ray and Ray's like, you know, that's a fucking you know, that's a mountain of a man yeah. from day one. You oh, know, yeah. it's like I fucking ate myself up to this shit. Yeah. So it's I'm a fake one twenty plus. Dude, but, yeah, like no. you're, and it's weird because like seeing the tech, I'm like, dude, he he literally squats like a light heavy. You know what I mean? But like it's, but it works because then when you go over the bench, it's like, oh yeah, he's definitely he's definitely a lighter dude that got bigger. You know what I mean? Because like you move the weight like like a, a smaller a smaller build person. You know what I mean? It's just like you're just massive. Um, they make fun of me. Ray makes fun of me actually. He's like, dude, you're a, you're a big dude in a little dude's body. He's like, if you had a belly, we'd, we'd swat just the same. I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. Like, but it's just, it's crazy to watch. Like, I just, I don't know, man. It's, it's fun to watch you lift, man. Cause like, you just, you put up, you put up good numbers, man. But you like, you also put on a show, man. Like, you know, like a lot of, that's a, I think the, the, the cool thing that I feel like you, you kind of brought to, to the big man game was like, you brought, you brought swag, number one. It's like, big dudes aren't necessarily known for swag. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, just, you know, I think. I think the first time I ever saw Blaine actually like look like he was kind of swagged out was like you know after after he got married he moved up to I guess what to Wyoming or whatever I'm like yo he's this dude is too big he had on no bulls I'm like what are you doing with no bulls shoes on like what you're you're not a CrossFitter you know what I'm saying but I mean I'm like oh Blaine's kind of swagged out like I was dude I laughed so hard when I saw him with no bulls shoes on of course I I had to give him go for that but um that's actually one of my um one of my other things that that. Uh, that uh that I like to talk about like so have you always just kind of been a stylish dude or man just you know like it's just one of those things right like you know you see people they say shine them on the on the platform shine them off right yeah man like I I'm like you like and, and again like if people check your IG like 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 ah oh, like you know they like he's got this fly ass tub this dude's always got these <laughs> he's got these He's got these like these fly ass suits, you know what I'm saying? He's always got the, the hairs getting right. He's always getting lined up. Like it's 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 hilarious, man. Like I mean, I don't I don't know about you, but it's like for me, it's like if like when I'm at the gym, I'm in sweats and a t-shirt and shit. Yeah. And it's like you know, like I, I don't get uh, many times where like like I'm never gonna go to a function and wear a suit and shit like that. But yeah. powerlifting to me is important, so like I, I like to present myself. Um, you know, like the best I can. Oh yeah. I got a guy that works uh, at a suit company, so he sends me custom suits all the time, which is real cool. But, uh, like for me, like when I get my haircut done, like people like make fun of me because I would get my haircut so much, but now it's like trendy and cool. So it worked out for me. Oh yeah. uh, When I get my shit faded, like everything, I feel so good about myself. Oh yeah. I don't know. I'm just like, I feel so good. Like, like (laughs) Everything's better, and when I when I have like my hair gets long and shit, it's like I go work out. I, I feel like I got film on me. Like I'm just disgusted with myself. Yeah, like you, <laughs> like, like, you like to like look good, feel good. You know what right? I'm saying? I like to be, you know, I like to fucking be clean and like have my shit fucking, you know, have mm-hmm. my fade right. Yeah, man. Like people, I I'm I'm kind of the same way, man. Even if I, I I got cut up like the day before the meet. Like, literally, that night before I go to bed, like, yo, let me make sure everything's lined up right. Let me make sure that, you know what I mean, like, everything's laid out. I know exactly what I'm going to wear. I know how the shoes are. You know what I mean? Like, I just, it's a, it's you know, it's I think it's just a part of the process, man. I feel like as lifters, 
we're so used to just we have a system. You know what I mean? We lift to a system. We have we damn near have to eat to a system. So I mean, what we wear, you know, you know what we wear, how we feel. I mean, that's, I feel like it's just a part of that that system that, that we uh, that we kind of you know kind of adapt ourselves to. Um, another thing I want to talk to you about. I uh, so I've seen a lot of nationals like. Um, do you guys actually throw a party at the end of nationals? Like, so this is the best part. This is my, like, I don't care what anybody says about me. I hope I'm remembered for that. <laughs> what happened was, is like, I, I hate, I hate when, um, you go to a banquet and then after the banquet, everybody just kind of goes to bed and shit. Yeah. My, in where I'm from, like I celebrate stuff. Yeah. Okay. I do something cool. I have 20 beers or whatever, and I have fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay? So, I mean, you know, the beer amount for everybody is a little different, but, like, I would go to nationals and, like, you know, like, I, I just trained for six months, man. Like, right. I want to I have some fun, and, like, everybody just kind of go to bed, and I'd be like, oh, my God, this is horrible. <laughs> so, when I got back into power, I think me and Abby, the uh, head coach of oh, Team God, Canada, yeah. ran nationals. I was like, listen, man, we're going to start a social club, okay? And it's going to be for everybody, juniors, like, opens, masters, everybody get an invite. And, like, you don't have to go, but we're going to run a party after and, like, sell tickets. And, like, we get buses to come, pick everybody up, and we'll do, uh, like, a bar away from the, like, the venue. The, the venue. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, like, yeah, sure, like, you go to a, you go to a, a banquet and you know LS sits with his buddies and like yeah. this guy sits with his buddy. But at the after party, everybody like it's is mingles. like right. So like you got like master guys talking to little junior guys and like hey this and that and so many connections are made there. And to me, that's what mainly you know powerlifting such a good sport for that right. So all these kids are connecting, all these older guys are connecting, older ladies connecting. Everyone's like mingling as one and just after shooting the shit having a beer hey man good job i see so many people come up and like they talk to everybody it's just we had it we've had it at uh in calgary was the best we had it at like a ranchman's club it had a mechanical bull we had like free pancakes for everybody at 12 like there was like it was crazy man everyone's dressed up in like cowboy gear but it's like the camaraderie of it and, and like people message me and Abby all the time like man that was so crazy that was the best part of nationals like blah, blah blah so I hope that like we can continue that like even when I'm not there that some kid will keep this shit going yeah like that's the stuff powerlifting's supposed to be fun man true story stiff in this shit and like it's it's gonna it's gotta be fun man you gotta go I to the like meet. that stress you know how stressed everyone is before me before you left yeah you need to release a little bit after. So Dude, that's a good idea. To, I actually yeah. talked to Mike. I had talked to Mike a little bit about something like not to that degree, but like just like a banquet or something after our because our nationals do it's like a thousand something people and then everybody goes home. Um and I talked to Mike about that when we were in uh shit, where were we? We were in uh in, in Ireland, but it never it never came <laughs> never came to pass, dude. I, I I got wrapped up in my lifting or whatever, man. That's Dude, I honestly, I'm gonna have to reach out to you guys about that, dude. Figure That's out how to do. Ian Abier for hire. Dude, I might have to do that, especially for, for for raw Nats, because it's gonna be in Spokane. So, yeah, yeah, that's what's up. We might have to yell. We give, we give away prizes too. So like, there's awards <laughs> after. Like, we'll have the best haircut. You know, like best haircut of the meet, freshest fade. 
uh, the grinder award, like best like grinder. That's uh, hilarious. Best deadlift face, best like unnecessary bicep flex. Somebody walking around the venue just flexing on people. That's hilarious. Awards <laughs> would give away stuff, and man, it's a good time. It's a Dude, good yeah, thing. we're never gonna do that. All right, Cole. All right, this is the thing I need to ask also, because like I know. I was wondering about it, and then, of course, like, I kind of put your brain about it a little bit. The food, dude, like, how much do you eat? Ray, do Ray, it's, it's, it's buried. Ray, Ray says you eat, but I'm going to tell you exactly what Ray said when I, when I had him down for a, <laughs> he's like, I mean, I mean, I can eat, but Kelly, man, he can eat, like, and the thing is, he's like, we went eight, and he goes, it's not like, what did he say? He's like, it's not like, like, we're eating right now, because I think I took him, like, to, like, to like a burger joint. We were like eating burgers and just like junk food, like, you know, okay food. He's like, dude, Kelly, you don't just eat. You eat, eat. And I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah. He's like, dude, it was like a four-course meal every time we ate. And he's like, dude, I thought I could eat, but that dude could eat. I'm like, man. And they came down, he got the royal treatment, so it was a little different. We brought him to uh, that Vito's place I go to, and they were they were bringing out trays of food like we were, you know, a football <laughs> team, so... It's a little different, but yeah, man. Like you know, I I eat a lot of food. It's um, it's tough for me to keep the weight on. Yeah, you know, if I if I if I take two days off eating and just eat like a normal person, I'll drop twelve pounds. Get out. So it's like it's it's a lot of work to keep the weight on. Um, I'm actually like this is pretty much like three eighty. I think I'm gonna go back to like three seventy. I felt a little better three seventy, yeah. three sixty five. To be honest, I was like I think where I was at my best. This right. Is like I think this is the biggest I can get. You know, to be a fake one twenty plus. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the eating is uh, it's annoying. And, but I mean, it's for a purpose and, right. uh, I, you know, you can be one of those guys that's 300 pounds and be like, you know, here I am. Unfortunately, they made the weight classes 264. I was yeah. a 275 guy all day long. No problem. Oh yeah. But when they made the 264 shit, I was like, well, man, I'm not going to live my life, hold myself back. I'm like, man, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to grow. Yeah, man, so, you got to grow. Press the gas, man. Started eating food and, you know, eating a lot. I, you know, I don't eat pizza every day. I eat a lot of good food. Yeah. You know, so it just, it's, uh, it's daunting, man. But, you know, when powerlifting is done with me, uh, yeah, I'm going to go back down to like 260. Just, yeah, just leave your life as a, as a normal big dude. I'm not going around like this no more. Like, I, uh, yeah, because, like, I was, uh, oh, the, 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 the tartar, dude. <laughs> so that's not a, that's not like every that's not like an often thing that you do right it's just like oh the, the, the raw steak the raw steak yeah I was talking to this kid on the internet kids always mess with people when they eat and shit and he was telling me and like steak for me like I've ate a steak every day I think for probably 15 years and like when I make a steak like I always like you know like when I make a good steak, like I, you know, I season it, and I salt it, and it sits there and it's marinated. I always like pull a little pizza off and just eat it raw and just taste it, like and chew it, like and I love it. Yeah. And, like I don't eat my whole steak like that. Right. He was like, "No way, man! Like no way!" I was like, "Man, like I, I would eat the whole thing if I can, but I prefer it cooked a little right. bit, right?" So then I just put up that video to blow his mind, but dude, that not, I was like, yeah, I, mean, I was like, what? I was like, I was like, I can watch, I can watch, like, no way, no God, way. that dude is crazy. But I mean, you know, shit, the teach his own. I'm like, I mean, maybe he gets better, he gets better calories that way. I don't know. Like, I yeah. um, no, I uh, high quality. You can eat high quality steak. That's you know, like that. 
But, you know, yeah, you're asking for it if you eat shitty steaks like that raw. Oh, that's there's gonna there's no some. way. There's no way. All right, but yeah. ask you the – so we already talked about um, when you realized you were stronger than average. All right, how about this? Give me um, – if you got stuck on an island, right, what are the top three things that you would take with you if you got stuck on an island? Stuck on an island? Yeah. Um, a rack, plates, and a belt. Get out! <laughs> hey. <laughs> you know what? I mean, yeah. I mean, I can see that. Dude, I... <laughs> At least you're honest. Like, I honestly think I probably... I saw my dude, I was like, I honestly think I'll probably die lifting, dude. Like, I don't think I could ever stop. Like, even when I'm done competing... Like, competitively, like, and which is crazy because, you know, there's like, there's like 80-year-olds and 75-year-olds that are still doing it. You know what I mean? Which is, I mean, if I still have love for it, I'll probably keep going. But even Jen, like, Jen is like one in her, like, early 40s, mid-40s. She goes, yeah, I think I have around, you know, at least 10 good years left in me. I'm like, oh, damn. Ted Thompson? Yeah. <laughs> She's I, a fucking mutant, man. Dude, I was like, all right, cool. I don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, but then... I mean, I go against David Ricks. David Ricks is like, he's about to be 60. You know what I'm saying? Like, Anthony Anthony Harris, he's like, what, 50, what, 52, 53? You know what Man, I mean? Like, I grew up, I want to be like Anthony Harris. Bro, he literally is one of my absolute favorite people. And talk about a guy who's got swag on the platform, too. Golly. Hey. He never, dude, he never looks out of place. Everything it's always looks on Always on point. I used to try to... When I first, like, when I first met him, I tried to, I had a, <laughs> I had a, like, a one, a one-prong belt, and I tried to, like, wrap it around to the back like that. I could never master that. I could never get it. I was like, dude, I'm just, I'm just gonna, I thank God for SBD, dude, because I, <laughs> I would have, my belt got stolen, and, like, literally right around the time that they came out with the new belts, but yeah, I, uh. Yeah, when I, when I seen him squat 834 for the world record, I was just, like, that, to me, to me, like, was, like, one of the most, I don't know, craziest feats of strength I've ever seen in my life. I mean, considering, like, because, like, like, at the time, like, it was, because it was, like, just Dennis Cornelius, you know what I'm saying? And then, like, you know, Anthony's, like, been overseas and kind of doing his thing, and then all of a sudden he comes out of nowhere, like, I right, meet you with this 834. With right, ease. Yeah. And at the same time, you know, he had just had his, like, I think a year before that, he had just, like, got cleared from having prostate cancer. And then before that, he had had his knee scope. So I'm like, this dude is, like, literally overcoming just, just problems and coming through and squatting like that's just yeah. I don't know like I Tony probably, Tony probably just like cut him cut himself open and ripped the cancer out yeah and just like all right let's go he like tied it up was like all right let's go squatting yeah, yeah it's like, seriously one of the nicest dudes man like he really is one of the nicest guys like I mean there's not a lot of I mean there's a lot of guys you can look up to but but Tony's one of those like you look up to him and I mean there's no question as to why you know he's just he's a quality dude um. Let me see. All right. What about this? So since we talked about having the rack and the weights and the plates and all that stuff. All right. So let's say you have to move some big weight. Give me some songs. that like. Give me the songs that you go to when you know it's time to get it in. All right. So it's, it's kind of weird because I'm not even a fan of this guy. It's just it was the song that played in my head when I went out for my third squad at Worlds in Finland. And it just it's carried with me for like till now. Like it, it plays every like attempt when I'm going out for squats. Anyway, um, it's uh, Limp Biscuit break stuff. Really? 
And if you put right to the 157 mark, it, it comes into that second uh, verse, and it just, That's I don't know one. what it does. It just puts me fucking cuckoo. <laughs> <laughs> So that's yeah. the one you go to. That's my song every time. Um, and pretty much everything after that is just like, you know, rap, like anything. Um, like I, I listen to so much different stuff. Yeah. Um, I like Kid Rock, a big Kid Rock fan. Because you, uh, yeah, because Windsor's like right, right, right across from Detroit, right? Yeah. Show Out. I like that song when I'm coming out. Yeah. That's good. Uh, American Badass, I like um, Bodies, uh, Blaine showed me Down With The Sickness. Oh yeah. Sad song, so I was I was jamming that um, in the back room. I like when uh, other lifters tell me their song that pumps them up, and then I'll play their shit, and I like I get pumped up because they like it too. Oh yeah, so I you like just kind of feed off of whatever. Right, right. That's crazy. Um. Oh, oh God, dude, I have, I have so many questions, I'm trying to like... Not like pick your brain too much because I'm definitely gonna bring you back. Um, celebrity crush, you like who's your crush right now? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> crush, like uh, celebrity crush, anybody. I, we can go, we can go, uh, a, a regular crush, celebrity crush. That's one thing I know, dude. The freaking ladies love you, guy. <laughs> look, oh man, look, I he think... just laughs it off like, yeah, it is what it is, it's, it's the life that I live. I think I get, I get a lot more uh, big gay men messaging me than, than girls messaging me. <laughs> you got a beard, too. I bet you get it. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, that's, the cheerleading thing is always, they're always like, oh, so, you know, do you have a boyfriend? Like, nah, I, I don't. You know, thank you, but no thank you. Or you send me some shirts. You, you know, can you send me some shirts that you worked out in and stuff like that? Like, no, nah, I'm good. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Uh, I don't know, man. Celebrity crush. Uh, celebrity crush. Probably because I respect her so much, and when I see her, I like I just you know she's just such a good person. I'd say Kim Walford. She oh, for just, sure. You know, not it's not as much a crush. It's just like when you see her, just so much respect for her and what Ooh, she's done. Yeah. And I just you know I respect the hell out of Kim Walford and everything she's done for the sport. And oh, man. just she's cool shit, man. She really is, dude. Like she was the uh, when I won, you know, you're when when you win yours. I'll be able to say what she said to me, dude. Like when I uh, when I won my my championship, dude. She was like, "Welcome to the club." I'm like, "Oh, of course." I freaking go. I literally. It's like we're we're downstairs in Belarus. She told me that, dude. I had to go off in the corner. You know, I'm super emotional anyway. I'm all crying like a baby in the corner. Like she literally is one of. She's the she's the greatest. Actually, she's one of the greatest lifters of all time. But she's the greatest female lifter of all time. Like. You know, you, you know what the other thing you can say about Kim is, and you know, I've, I've heard this statement before: is uh, Kim's a better person than she is a powerlifter. This is this is very very true. Um, uh, you know, she's just a fucking good chick. Man. She really is super respectful and respectable, dude. And just I don't know, man. Like, I feel like she's one of the she's one of the biggest faces of powerlifting that you know that people don't even realize. Like, you know. If you put her body of work up next to anyone, like the only person that really rivals her body of work is like Ed Cohen to be 100 with you. you know what I, I mean? agree with you. I and agree with you. so, like, I just man, she she she's a special human being. Man. Like that's that's spot on because that's that's one of mine, dude. That's she's definitely one of mine. Um, I'm trying to think. That's like there's so many. Do I have like a billion questions, man? I'm trying to like 
not like they take up all your time. Um, so like uh, this uh, this this meet coming up, man. This one in um, one in Calgary, man. Like so, we're going back to the same venue that you guys had uh, nationals, right? It's the same venue. Honestly, Alice, we're the most serious space ever. Um, this is this is it for me. Like this is my this is my meet. Yeah. This is where I put all the bullshit behind. No more Texas bullshit. No more Belarus bullshit. Um, I'm going 100, percent and I'm pushing these. I'm pushing these lifts. And uh, like at the end of the day, like everybody says, you know, obviously you want everybody puts their boots on in the morning and says they want to win. If you don't, you shouldn't be in this sport. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's what I want to do. I got mountains in front of me, but uh, in no way, shape, or form am I going to lay down? Dude. And uh, I'm going to put. And uh, I got some new stuff coming with my bench and my deadlift, and I'm telling you, I'm going to put it together, and I'm uh, I'm pushing people. Dude, that's what's. I fucking got chills. I got chills right now. Like I'm not even joking. Like that's. At the end of the day, that's what it's about, bro. Like, if you're not a competitor in this sport, why are you in? Why are you even in it? You know what I mean? And I mean, I feel like at this point, you know, I mean, and it's crazy, man, because I love Ray. You know what I mean? And and I love I love Jezza. I mean those those dudes like they they literally anything I ever ask them they they they're there. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like for the sport people have to be pushed. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like at the end of the day, if you can put together your best meet, you know what I mean? Anybody can be beat. You know what I mean? And you know at, at, at the end of the day, for me as a lifter, I feel like if I put up you know my best meet. I don't feel like I can be beaten. You know what I mean? And and I feel like any lifter at this level, you know, at our level, it's anybody's meat. Like if you're a top top three lifter, if you put together your best meat, anyone can be beaten. You know what I'm saying? And it makes it harder for you to be beaten when you put up crazy numbers. Now you're at the point now where, you know, the numbers that you put up, if you put up a crazy meat, it's going to be hard to beat you. Like, you know what I mean? And I think I think more so now, you know, I think you realize that just as much as the people on the outside realize that. You know what I mean? And I think, you know, between all of you, you big guys, you know, there's such a this uns this unspoken like I can't I don't even know how to explain it's like this unspoken just realm of respect amongst you guys because I, I because what you guys do not even not even the 1% of the 1% can do. You know what I mean? Like, there's guys that can bend 600 plus pounds. Yeah. There's, then there's a few guys that can squat 1,000 pounds. But then when you strip it down to its bare, like, its bare bones, there's maybe four or five guys that exist on this earth, as we know it, that can squat 1,000 plus pounds, raw, drug-free, you know, and... and, and walk away and tell about it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like when you put it like when you strip it down to its basics, like like, man, dude, these guys are doing stuff that, you know, that most people can't even do equipped. Most yeah. guys your size can't even do it equipped, let alone do it raw with just some knee sleeves. That it, at the end of the day, they actually don't they don't do anything but just keep your knees warm. You know what I mean? Because once you get past eighty percent, they do nothing for you. It's a mental thing. That's that's insane, you know what I mean? And then, you know, couple that with a six hundred plus you know, six hundred pound plus bench, there's there's no one else. There's no one else 
that can do that. Like you're literally the only dude that I know right now that exists on this earth. You know what I'm saying? In that 120 plus category, that can bench over six and squat over a thousand. Like I, no, that's it's crazy. Like, it's like it's like you know, it's it's all the good things on my squat, my in my bench, but literally what's gonna be the the definition of me is what I'm not good at and mm-hmm. I know what I need to work on exactly. and I have a very good plan for it. So, I mean, I'm going to live and die by my third deadlift at Worlds. All right. So, I, I, you know, my squats, everything goes great. My bench programming is just Whoa. off the chart. Um, it fell apart at the Arnold's. I was just, like, so tired. I didn't want to <laughs> – I barely could bench. I was so tired. But I'm going to put together something real stupid. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to get at it. I'm excited I for you, man. Uh, they call it a deload week with my T, but it's kind of more like, a you know, a reload. You're just, like – doing different shit high rep it's not really much of a break but i'm ready to rumble dude i'm excited for you man like this will this will be one of those that i honestly i think this will be one of those that like people talk about for a long time dude because like i just i don't know man i think we don't know what jez is doing right now because wi-fi he didn't get his bi-yearly wi-fi so he doesn't, uh, he doesn't yeah. post anything. Yeah, he doesn't. You just kind of have to guess. <laughs> but then just based off how his progression has been and how – I mean, I would only assume that he's out for blood just because just Belarus just definitely didn't go the way it should have for a lot of people, you know. And But, you know, I mean, he did what he could with what he had. You did what you could with what you had. Ray did the exact same thing. And Belarus was – for the big guys, it wasn't the best meet for you guys. You know what I mean? Um, in the, yeah. You know – Considering all the other ones you guys have, dude, you guys have put up, put some battles up, you know. Um, I think it's going to be reminiscent of, of 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 Finland, myself, you know what I'm saying, but... The thing is, this isn't Belarus, Russia, and we we got tons of big steaks in Calgary and, and good food, so everybody's going to be eating. Everybody's going to be eating and, and freaking having a blast. I'm, I'm, I, um, I'm excited about it, dude. Like, this is, of all the, the worlds, I mean, I've been to every one of them. All the ones, man. This is the one that I'm, 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 I'm excited for. This is the one that, you know, it's just I don't know, man. I feel like for a lot of people, this is gonna be that one that like people talk about for a long time, dude. So I, you know, I'm excited to see what you do. To be honest with you, man. I mean, for me, like, you know, I just think like everyone has their time, you know. And I feel like what you're doing and what you've been able to put together, like, you know, this could be your time. You know what I mean? And I feel like you're starting to feel that. You're starting to see it. You know, and I don't know, like being able to that, that thousand pound squat, that thousand pound squat in front of everybody at the Arnold. I feel like I don't know that could be the that could be the make or breaker. Like, all right, I moved it; it's off my back now. Like now I know. Yeah, honestly, like it's like I, you know, I got to put in the books that don't count. But I mean, I'm just like yeah, the, how shitty I felt and didn't grab air and the bar rolled. Everything went wrong, and I still went up and down. I yeah. didn't hit that, but I still went up and down, and I was like, man. Look, if I can do that, like, man, I feel good. That's what's up, dude. I'm excited, man. Well, I'll, I'll get out of your ear, dude. I just, I mean, honestly, I just wanted to talk, man, and just, you know, chat with you a little bit, dude. I know you probably have some stuff going on. Um, Social media, man, how can people uh, find you? You can find me on Instagram, uh, the Great White North Juggernaut. And then on Facebook, it's just Kelly Michael Brand. That's what's up. You got anything, Thanks. like, anything coming up? Um, no, I just literally, I, I honestly turned down a bunch of stuff, um, before worlds. Usually, you know, you, you do a couple seminars and stuff. I just 
I turn down everything. I just laser focus. I don't want to go away on weekends and stuff. I'm, I just want to focus for the next 14 weeks and shit. So I got a couple seminars coming up after Worlds. Like nothing's. Uh, I only got one in ink right now, but um, but yeah, for the next 14 weeks it's just Calgary, Alberta. That's it. That's what's up. So stay at home, eat my uh, vitamins and my veggies, and get ready for the showdown. Dude, I'm excited, man. Well, shoot, man, I'll let you. I'll let you make it, man. I honestly, I appreciate it more than you'll ever know, man. This this means this means a lot to me, dude. And like you know, I'm a big fan. Hey, <laughs> I'm a big fan, man. This really does mean a lot. So I mean, I'll let you have a you know have your night or whatever, man. I'm gonna go get on this bike, do some uh, cardio, and uh, but yeah, I'll be in touch, bro. I appreciate you. Anytime, LS man. Give me a show, bro. All right, man. Be good. Have a good one.